Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mums That Meet podcast. Today I'm sitting down with mum of two, businesswoman and teacher, Moniola. We speak about knowing your purpose and being open-minded on how you will achieve it, how she manages her productivity and consistency, and also what it's like to put something you are passionate about into the public and how to manage expectations. I hope you enjoy this episode and thank you for listening. Thank you so much for joining me. Would you like to give everyone Hi. a little intro of who you are? Hi. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Moniola, and I um, am a businesswoman, mompreneur. Um, yeah, I have a business, um, several, I should say. And, yeah, I'm a mom of two. <laughs> Boss lady. And <laughs> um, everyone's going to get to know as well a bit more about your businesses, obviously, as we talk a bit further today. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, honestly, thank you for taking time out of your day to join me. Thank you. So I guess I will go just straight into the questions and get straight into it. So yeah. how did you feel when you first found out you was going to be a mum? Oh, um, I was, I felt a weight of responsibility um was it was it a plan did you plan to be a mum um yeah we did um because we was married and I don't know why but I thought it was a great idea to be like pregnant just before we got married um and we were so excited <laughs> um oh. to have a child and when I first found I was pregnant um yeah it was like a, a huge I, I knew straight away before taking a pregnancy test if that makes sense oh I had that as well so, yeah, no, I had literally that. I must have probably been like a week or two and I just knew because <laughs> my gut was like shortness of breath so like I just yeah. breathed properly and I was just like oh, like I, I just told him I said I think I'm pregnant but we couldn't do it for another two weeks um, yeah 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 it was just that extra I just like I just became a lot more responsible I should say yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice that you planned it out and you even felt it straight away and all that yeah. stuff how was your pregnancy was it okay um it was okay it was more difficult than my second one um there was a lot of kind of hormonal stuff because she was a girl um so oh, okay. of morning sickness and all of that I was quite ill um during the first trimester and then it got better in the second trimester yeah, yeah. okay so how did you find it adjusting to motherhood with your daughter she's your first one yeah she's my first yeah. um, it was it was really hard at first so I'd say like the first four weeks or so it was really hard yeah. and um I remember we had like problems with feeding um I tried a formula and it just wasn't working and then we had to go back on breastfeed it was just like it was a lot of emotions during those first few weeks and I just I remember just yeah I'm not doing anything right there was a lot of tears <laughs> and hormones everywhere and then eventually I think when she got to like six weeks everything just kind of picked up and you know we got her feeding right everything was okay and it kind of got better from then on yeah yeah because I remember when they like I remember when I first had the twins they told me about the baby blues mm. and, I, and I'm like I don't get that stuff like I'll be fine and the next minute I was even crying I was like wait, wait. <laughs> but what's all of this stuff yeah. so no it, those first few weeks it's just such a shock to your system, yeah it's like you go you leave us two and kind of come back as like more in your case come back as four <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? but yeah coming back as three was just so crazy yeah so then what about the second time around with your son what was that like was it easier to adjust that time around or was it the same 
Yeah, I think so. I think it was much easier. Um, I didn't. The thing is, I over prepared for him because I, because uh, of everything that went on with uh, my first, I over prepared for when he came in. It was such a breeze. Like his feeling was fine from the get go. He didn't have any like my daughter had like vomiting. He didn't have any of that. He was absolutely fine. So um, oh, wow. I would say yeah, he, he was a dream. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. Usually, hear that sometimes it's the other way around. So it's good mm -hmm. that you actually had like the difficult straight away. Yeah. And then the yeah. second time, it wasn't so um, bad for you. So that's actually good to hear. Yeah. What about like you and yourself? How how long do you think you took to adjust? Did you obviously like you have to adjust to the practical stuff? But what about like the mental side of like, oh wow, my mum now and all that stuff? Yeah. Do you mean like the first time round or the second time round? Um, I guess both. Was it different? Like, did, um, did you feel like you bounced back quicker last time? Not physically, obviously. Mentally. Yeah. Um, I feel like the first time around, I was, I thought I was prepared and I thought I knew, you know, I just wanted so much to be a mom. So I thought I knew what to expect and it kind of just hit me like a truck and I just like, I did the yeah. thing. Um, so I would say the second time around, I was definitely better getting back into myself. I think the first time around, it was really hard just trying to navigate yeah. in my head and a whole new person. Um, second yeah. time, I definitely, I felt, I was able to snap back quite quickly mentally. Um, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That does make sense. So what would you say is your biggest challenge about motherhood and your biggest reward? Um, I think my biggest challenge is like, the mom guilt that comes with certain things um yeah, yeah, yeah every time I leave them I can't tell like the amount of thoughts that just go through my head <laughs> like I know oh. they're all completely overrated and I just shouldn't even be thinking but I just like so many thoughts go through my every time I have to like I remember having to like go back to work um after yeah. my first and I really didn't want to it was just such a it, it was such a guilty feeling that I felt like, ugh, like I have to, like I have to leave her to go to work, um, yeah, yeah, and kind of like the same. But it was slightly better for my second, but kind of, um, yeah. So I think that it, it's the mom guilt that comes with things. Yeah, yeah. it is hard, mom guilt, isn't it? And I think it's probably worse because like we put it on ourselves. So no. it's so hard to yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. take it away. Yeah. And you just find it out of anything. All of a sudden you feel bad. Like, oh. Yeah. And then our, our spouses are like, they're just like, they're ready to go. Like, yeah, let's go out. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to leave them. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's hard, isn't it? And what about your biggest reward? Um, I think it's the feedback I get from them. So like when they get to that stage where they can sort of give you a bit of feedback about you as a parent, it's so yeah, yeah. beautiful. Like I had my youngest, um, I didn't even know he could say this, but like a couple of days ago, he was like, love you. And it was just Aww. the sweetest thing ever. I was just like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you could even say that. Like, that's so cute. <laughs> so yeah, just them being able to kind of give you a bit of reward, um, the hugs, the kisses. I think that's that's the biggest reward, to love that. Thing. Yeah, no, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get worried, though, because obviously now I've got twin boys, so one of them, he doesn't really like kissing me and stuff much. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Already, at, at two years old, you're over oh. it. But They're boys. And hopefully. <laughs> That's why I need a girl soon, so that she can come and give me some love. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you, so you said you went back to work when you had your first, what did you used to do? Um, I was a teacher. 
I'm still a teacher. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say, so you're still a teacher. Yeah. Wow, wow, okay. So did you ever, like, lose the love for, like, teaching or anything like that when you became a mum or...? Yeah, and even, like, till now, just, just uh, I don't know if you kind of know... Um, or if like you've got anyone who's a teacher and when they speak to you it's very different but obviously when you're going to teach you kind of think oh you know going to change lives and all of that and though that comes with it there's there's a big part of you know um how do I put it um just like tick boxes that I I don't yeah like, um about it so I wouldn't really say like oh teaching is is my well maybe actually I would say yeah teaching is my mission but maybe not teaching in schools um uh, okay. that's not yeah, yeah, yeah that's quite my purpose so eventually I don't think I will be in schools but um yeah for now so in terms of how how, how did I find a passion back for it it just kind of it needed to be done <laughs> so yeah yeah just kind of yeah came back yeah. I guess after a while right yeah so you obviously yeah. so you're a teacher and then you also have a cookbook yeah. as well right yeah so how yeah. did the cookbook come about so and was um, that while after you become a mum yeah it was really after I became a mum so um it was when I was pregnant with my second one and I completely yeah. went off meat so meat fish egg all of that stuff um so I was almost forced into veganism and with oh, wow. that came kind of like lots of research about you know if I'm going to be vegan I need to make it tasty <laughs> and I yeah, yeah. African food so I started to kind of experiment with like different variations of like African food making it vegan and then yeah. I kind of found that there was a gap in the market for it that it wasn't really out there um, so I was trying to find a way to kind of take vegan African foods to you know to make it more I guess well known and to make it more normalized um, to make yeah. something that you know at work you can say yeah I'm just getting some vegan African food um, and my initial idea actually for that was to start a takeaway <laughs> restaurant oh wow um, yeah so I did that for a bit and I just found that it was a lot of work and I was very restricted to like five miles within where I live so I was doing that for yeah. home um, and I kind of signed up to like the platforms just eat uber eats all of that and yeah, eventually just kind of with prayer and stuff, I just found that um, I was being led to kind of combine that with my teaching abilities and yeah, yeah, yeah. into a book. Um, and once I'd done that and it was just, once I'd done it, once it was done, it was done, it was published. And then it was kind of like a weight lifted off my shoulder and I felt like I've yeah. done that. So yeah, that's how that came about. That's amazing though, because I feel like, as like when you start a business, they do say you gotta like hold on to like the mission, like the reason why you're starting it. And obviously yeah. your reason was like making African vegan food more normalized. Yeah. And then that yeah. means that even if your idea has to be bent a little bit, you exactly. still kind of I'm very go with the flow. Yeah. 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 And how so then what was that like for you? Like having to was it easy to just transition into okay, I'm going to do the cookbook now? Um, no. So it, there's a, whenever I kind of transition from one, and I'm, I'm kind of going through it with something right now anyway, whenever I have to transition from one idea to another, there's a sense of failure that comes with that. So it's almost like you fail yeah, the first yeah. part. Um, but also with the new idea, I just kind of get, and I always kind of accompany my ideas with prayer. And once I've prayed yeah. and I've, feel led like okay this is what I'm supposed to do um I just I then stop seeing it as a failure and I then start seeing it yeah. as, like it's almost like the seed that helped me to develop this because if if I never done the takeaway 
um, yeah. the book probably would have never came around. So it was almost I yeah. need to do that to do the book to make to to know that okay I don't I can't stress myself out every day cooking. <laughs> I need to do yeah yeah just do yeah. got to pivot and change to yeah yeah. So like what yeah. so what about what advice would you give to someone that's maybe like they're focusing on something and in them they don't feel like it's right. They feel like they do want to pivot into something new, but they don't want to have that failure feeling obviously prayer is a big one yeah but what yeah. what what else could you suggest to someone that they could do um so I don't know in the world there's kind of there's this thing about you need to hold on to something and you know keep going at it even if I mean if it's failing it's failing and you need to kind of go back to the drawing board <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah just admit um, it but it kind of it depends on what they feel led to do and um I, I, one thing I would say is that sometimes what you're passionate about and what you're really what you really really want to do you just need to be honest with yourself and know that it's not going to be it's not going to be profitable and it's probably it's probably not going to work out the way you think it's yeah. going to work out so I think the, the best advice I can give is to just have an open mind um yeah have the idea have the purpose but know that there's different ways of achieving that purpose and it can be yeah. in, in yeah. different ways yeah. yeah yeah I totally agree and I think that's very good like especially for mums like for example if like let's say you get pregnant in the middle of doing something and you might feel like, oh my God, like I can't do this no more. Mm. It is about, like you're saying, being open-minded and yeah. being like, you know what, I can do this or maybe I've just got to do this a different a way. different way, absolutely. You know, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. So also you putting out a cookbook, that must have been like, what was that like to put something you're so passionate about into the public? Um, So it was, it was scary, but at the same time, I had kind of made up my mind Um just before that I was just gonna do now and I wasn't gonna because I feel like before um I have tried things but I've always been so committed to my comfort zone that you know I'm almost like even shy to promote myself and you know oh you know yeah. support me if you want to if you really don't want to. yeah yeah and I just kind of decided that I'm gonna put this out there for everyone I'm gonna ask for everyone to support me those that do will do those that don't won't um yeah and um I kind of had to take away the personal feeling um out of it and just be like I'm gonna do so I kind of I changed my mindset to a doer mindset and yeah I took away that kind of fear of um what are people going to think and I yeah it out. yeah 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 no that's good I actually was listening to a podcast the other day as well and I forgot what the guy did but he was basically saying the thing like same thing like you have to kind of take like your identity and all of that stuff away yeah. from what you're putting out so it's Absolutely. like you can't you don't feel offended if someone doesn't want to share it it's hard though isn't it, it it's, is, like, it it's is. your baby really honestly it, it is and like I've tried things in the past and like when what, what I found was when other people didn't support it it kind of made me lose my passion for that whatever I wanted to do and I just didn't yeah and when I just kind of kind of crawled back and felt sorry for myself and um yeah so and uh, now that I find that I'm just kind of putting myself out there I, I find that a lot of people are supporting me a lot of people are behind me and I'm just like oh wow like I, I didn't know I didn't know you would support me <laughs> yeah so it, it, yeah so I guess as well it shows how much you believe in yourself by putting yourself yeah. out there like that and people kind of eventually and I kind of heard this somewhere as well that when you're consistent enough eventually people will have no choice but to support you and I feel like that's what's starting to happen yeah that's so true 
I think they kind of have to be forced because they're like, no, Molly Oli is doing too much. I can't, <laughs> I can't not support this. And and once again, you you've done a lot because not only to have the cookbook, you have Bubba Prince as well. Yeah. So yeah, how did yeah. that run come about as well? So two businesses as a month, yeah. that's crazy. Even more, back to be more. Um, Bubba Prince came about um because I was doing, I was making the prints for my children. I was making like just accessories and stuff for them. And yeah. um, one thing I'm really passionate, I've really been passionate about in things that I do is heritage. So with the yeah. cookbook, it was kind of the heritage, putting African heritage out there. And with the prints, it was also something like that. I know obviously there are, I'm not the first one to, to be doing it, but I wanted to do it differently. Yeah. I wanted to do it in a way that could apply to the mass. So something that was like giftable accessories, something that yeah. anyone could wear. Um, it didn't have to be kind of a certain, you don't have to have the whole outfit or anything. You can wear it with anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then recently as well, I added the coloring book to it for kids. Cause I, again, I just drawing back to that heritage. I wanted children to kind of get a grasp and understanding of the heritage behind the accessories. Um, and then yeah. also share that knowledge with other people as well. Yeah. Now it's amazing. And like you said, like, your teaching is literally just coming through in so many <laughs> different ways. So it's so cool. Yeah. Obviously, I, I got my colouring book, well, for the, me, not my colouring book, but for the twins, they got their colouring book today as well. So I'm excited. I had a quick look through it, and it is nice because they don't have anything like that because you can't really buy stuff like that in the shop yeah. and stuff. So it is nice to get our culture in a different way before yeah. they can digest it. Yeah. So how, how the hell do you find motivation? to like run all these businesses and be a mom and be a wife as well? Um, I think a part of it is there is an inner, I guess, entrepreneur spirit inside me. So yeah. <laughs> I just like, when I spend time alone, I, I have like 10 business ideas by the end of it and then like, like, <laughs> I down. Um, so there is kind of naturally in me, but also um, I think just wanting to build a secure future for my like my my children um yeah. generations and just you know wanting them to have a better i guess step up than i did um yeah yeah that generational I, wealth yeah exactly i know my experiences are similar to many where we kind of i'm i, I started with nothing i'm having to fend for myself yeah. from zero and i don't want my children to be in that situation so it's kind of it's breaking some generational curses <laughs> along the way yeah 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 so it's yeah. like you know your why and like that's what kind of like helps you to just keep going and you know yeah yeah, yeah that does make sense so what do you do then to make sure that you're keeping consistent and being productive to make sure that you can obviously achieve all this stuff um so actually that's something I'm still working on to find a better way because I kind of just I I switch between the two extremes so I have days and times where I'm really productive like 100% productive and like yeah the ideas the things are just streaming through my head and once it's once I get going I almost don't stop and yeah, I have yeah. to keep doing and doing and doing and doing and doing until everything is out like I done that book in two days because oh, wow. it was in my head and I was just like I need to get this done I need to get this out um so yeah I guess it's like the um the entrepreneur juice or whatever it is that just flows. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I do all of that. And then there are also days, that's what I was trying to get to. There are also days and times where I do nothing. So like I just started cropping, yeah. I spent a good six weeks 
doing nothing. <laughs> I had set wow. up blueprints to be launched, but then because of quarantine, it couldn't be launched in April. So I just kind of took time out and I done absolutely nothing, nothing business-wise. And I loved it. Like I just spent time with my children. My husband was at home, stuck together for a good six weeks. And then after six weeks, you know, just something just kind of reignited the the idea and passion to do things now like okay time to get back onto this so i have that a lot i just fluctuate between the two extremes of either being 100 percent productive or non yeah so I, I don't really have that middle ground yeah, yeah i get that i feel like i'm the same like you like once i'm in the zone like i'm in the zone i'm doing loads and like, i've heard like people like us we should just do as much as you can while you've got the like juices flowing yeah. so, for your downtimes at least you've got stuff there yeah but so what about when you are down do you ever like feel bad or do you just kind of know that you know what i have like do you accept i have up and down times this is just the downtime i'll get back to that yeah no i don't i don't feel bad at all <laughs> i just i literally just <laughs> enjoy it um yeah I don't I don't get one ounce of kind of guilt or anything like that and I don't even kind of look forward to like I'm not thinking oh I'm gonna get back on it I just kind of take what it is and I'm just like yeah Yeah, just enjoy the present yeah what's going on yeah no that's such a good mindset to have that's so good so what about what advice would you maybe give to someone that wants to step out of their comfort zone and work on something that they're passionate about that they should do it as soon as possible ASAP that they should just <laughs> go for it and just um not take anything personally and don't always um don't always bag all your um what's the word for it so don't expect it to be like your immediate friends or whatever that are going to 100% support you sometimes you get support from outside yeah. sources that you didn't even know like noticed you or even knew you you were alive or knew about your existence so don't always kind of yeah. bag on that because when we bag on that sometimes when you don't get it it becomes you we take it personally and then it becomes yeah hurtful so um just do it regardless do it for yourself not for anyone else yeah yeah and I totally agree with that as well because obviously as you know I have businesses with my husband too and you kind of start them thinking oh yeah my friends will be all my <laughs> customers but they're not actually your target audience, really. Not at all. It's true. You should just do it and don't worry about all that extra stuff. Because honestly, yeah. you turn yourself crazy. Okay, so obviously, so you've said like you, your intra- your entrepreneurial spirit keeps you like going. It keeps you pr- productive. Yeah. But how do you like? How do you find the time to like do the businesses, do mum life, do wife? be moniola like how do you balance it and Um, what two tips help you oh okay I wouldn't say I have quite a balance yeah I think it's just the constant juggling (laughs) different one on top like you know though I say sometimes I'm 100% working my son might need his nappy changed or my daughter needs to have a bath or you know she needs to use the toilet or something like that so it is I I kind of go in and out of all those different roles and sometimes I think different roles at the same time and that's why yeah, yeah. Um, I, I get them involved as well like they do a lot of my photo shoots for me <laughs> so it's, as well. it's, it's you know I just combine all of them together in terms of how I do like try to manage my time I would say I make a lot of notes so my notes app probably has like hundreds of notes um oh, I, I did make a to-do <laughs> list that I tried I never really get through them but I try to get through them um yeah and just yeah I write notes of what what needs to be done when etc yeah 
Yeah, yeah, no, that does make sense. And I guess it's true, to be fair. Like, no one, I've, I've asked this question, God knows how many times, and no one said, yeah, this is how you get the perfect balance. It is, I guess, about juggling yeah. everything. Yeah. And I think, I guess, we're lucky in a sense that the jobs we do, we can kind of bring the children involved. And like you're saying, yeah. the kids get involved in the shoots. And I guess that's nice, though, because you have a memory with them exactly. as well as, yeah. like, work. Yeah. So that's nice. So then do you ever take time out for yourself? I know obviously you're doing loads, so do you ever find time just for you? I do, I do, but <laughs> it's weird. I do, but when I take too much time out, I come up with a new business idea. So I <laughs> um, I'm not really like... Put more pressure on yourself. Yeah, so I'm not... I'm not I don't spend time like watching Netflix or anything like that. Um, I might, yeah. I spend time like baking with my children or cooking. Oh, um, but yeah, in terms of time to myself, I just I spend time kind of thinking, okay, how do I develop my business, or you know, how can I do this better, um, really? And I enjoy that. So it's not, it's not, it's not like a job for work. Like, yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. Me. I absolutely enjoy it. So I do still see that as downtime, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, and, and you know what? I'd say take time out for yourself, but I would totally agree. And I would totally, the stuff that I do that would be classed as work, but for me, that is taking time out. That mm-hmm. is like, I guess, in like being me, just like yeah. feeling like filler yeah. again or feeling like Moniola again, just having that time to like, you know. But I guess then... Um, what do you do if you want to like refresh or like recuperate um we probably would go out so I'd go out do you mean on my own or with my family yeah yeah on your own yeah Mm, on my own (laughs) Um, (laughs) probably the baking as well I so I used to be a bit of a baker um haven't baked recently but um yeah baking cooking um trying out new recipes uh Yeah, yeah yeah so that's probably it's as fun as it gets <laughs> in terms of a... no but I like that though because I feel like if it is always meant to seem like it's something big that you need to refresh but yeah something small like well it's not even small but to be able to just you can do that in your house you don't have to leave the house yeah you can just go in the kitchen have a little baking session or a cooking session yeah and feel refreshed again so no that's actually nice and hopefully anyone out there that likes cooking the bacon can hopefully take that tip <laughs> as well so what has motherhood taught you about yourself um, I think motherhood has taught me that I'm more. So I'm more than what I thought I was. Um, I feel like I've like I've been able to achieve so much more and do so much more. Um, yeah. Before I became a mother, in terms of just even like if we're looking at it time wise, what I can achieve in a day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah sure, sure. It's just like oh wow, it's almost like you got all these extra hours, but you haven't. Um, so it's taught me that I can do more. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. I feel like that, most people I've asked that question to, that's the same. Like, we realise our strength yeah. once we become a mum, because yeah. I guess we're pushed to the limit. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to realise that, you know. And I guess, so what about, like, so you're confident, because obviously in the beginning, you know, when you first adjust into motherhood, sometimes your confidence might not be, like, 100%, but it sounds that if motherhood's taught you that you can do more, has your confidence grown as you've been, become a mum? Yeah, it has. Um, I think at first it dipped when I first became a mum the first time. It dipped a, it, yeah. it dipped a little bit and I was just kind of a bit shaky and not really knowing where to place my feet and stuff. But as time has gone on, I do feel like I've grown more and more confident, not just in motherhood, but like in myself, in yeah, yeah. the person. Um, 100% way more confident now. 
And um, did you do anything specific to kind of help your confidence build back up or? Um, I don't think so. I think it kind of just naturally developed as um, time went on. But also I think it's yeah. the fact that you see these little children who look up to you. So you kind of have yeah. no choice but to show them that, you know, that example of like confidence and this is what it should be. Because my, my daughter is very much personality wise a bit like me. Um, so oh, I okay. try and lead the way in that aspect because <laughs> I know she will come. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. So like she's like your motivation to like be the best you so that Absolutely. she can, you know, kind of yeah. imitate that. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Yeah. See, this is why I always say I want a daughter because I feel like the boys are just not going to take it in enough. <laughs> like a little, little girl, she'll be like, yes, I want to be just like her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we're coming to the end of the podcast now, but at the end of every podcast, I ask everyone these two questions. So the first question I ask is, what does motherhood mean to you? Um, I think motherhood means two things. One, responsibility. No, actually, no. That's a responsibility. If I had to put it in one sentence, I would say that motherhood is like, um, almost like your heart living outside of your body <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. such a great sense of responsibility so I guess yeah back to the word I was going to use at first it means a great sense of responsibility but it's also the greatest honor of my life so <laughs> yeah 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 it's so true and that heart outside of your body is so true because mm-hmm. I feel like as much as they can be annoying or stressful yeah it just means so much okay. it's just it's a different type of love isn't it yeah. crazy yeah and then, I don't know if you know, but I'm like queen of self-care. I don't know if you've seen that all over mums that meet. But yeah. basically, I like to ask every mum, so if you had the whole day to yourself, how would you spend it? Um, oh, I'll probably spend it just kind of pampering myself, giving myself, I'll spend it probably making skincare products. So DIY skincare products or hair care products, um, trying yeah. recipes, making my face marks, Um yeah having a nice kind of salt scrub bath and all of that stuff um, yeah, yeah yeah pampering myself and having some snacks yeah yeah that sounds nice to be fair I need to get on this skincare routine because my skin is going crazy yeah right now, something for me that sounds like the perfect day yeah, <laughs> honestly yeah oh well, honestly, thanks, Moniola, for joining me. And um, where can everybody find you on Instagram? Um, yeah. Or on social media? Yeah. You have a website, too, right? Um, Moniola Can, um, at Moniola Can. Um, my business is bobberprints.com. Um, the Instagram is also at bobberprints. So, yeah, those are kind of like the social channels I'm on I am on Facebook yeah. but I do. what about your cookbook as well oh yeah my, I can never get that. my cookbook the link is in my bio from my Instagram page but it is available on Amazon so if they just search it's called a plant a plant-based African cookbook the African is spelled with two ends because it's a play on my surname can so oh wow yeah plant-based African cookbook and it's on Amazon okay maybe what I can do is I can maybe try to find the link of Amazon I can try to put it yeah, in the description. I can, that way, send, it, I can send it to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can send it to me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, honestly, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you again to Moniola for joining me. It was just great speaking to someone who's a mum who runs multiple businesses and also has a career on top of that. So honestly, thank you again for sharing your journey with us and keeping us inspired. Um, the highlight point that I wanted to speak about today is when Moniola spoke about having the purpose bit, being open-minded on how um, you'll actually achieve it. And I think that's so important. That's something that I heard very early on on my journey with even mums that meet and stuff is knowing what your vision is, knowing how you actually want to help people but not attaching a specific idea or a specific route to that because so many things could happen that could change how you'll actually get there but if you always know your mission your why your purpose on what it is you're actually trying to do then if you have to pivot it's more easier to do so because like Moniola said sometimes when you have to change an original idea there is that small sense of failure so to hopefully try avoid feeling that way as much as possible is keeping on to knowing your purpose because basically you'll just remember that you know yeah I'm not doing it the same route that I thought but I am still achieving this ultimate purpose that I had in the first place. Thank you again for listening. And if you enjoyed the episodes, please do leave a rating or a review. To keep up to date with the platform, please follow at Moms that Me on Instagram or you can follow my personal page at Silla Crystal.